It's not that easy being green Having to spend each day The color of the leaves When I think it could be so much nicer this is episode 623 for June 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is by the late, great Ray Charles, singing It's Not Easy Being Green, so I thought that would be appropriate when we're talking about the Green Goblin, even if it is the fifth goblin, is what we're talking about in this episode. Uh, before we get uh, to the episode, I want to thank people that made this episode possible. They logged on to patreon.com crawlspace. And they are supporting the show. They made it possible so you could hear it, help me pay the bills, etc. So a personal thank you goes out to Robert, Jr., Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Josh, Muhammad, Laura, Noah, Frederick, Walter, Charlotte Spider, Kelly, Matt, Vinkman, Sailor Sega, Craig, Andrew, Michael K., Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, hashtag something good for you. Hafskimo, Patrick, Will, Symbiobro, Dowd, JB, Jay, Scott, Michael2099, AJ, John, Bob, Datboy, Eric, Curtis, Donnie, and Ira. Uh, some perks of uh, being a Patreon member. You get this episode and all the other ones two weeks earlier than anybody else. Also, you get exclusive podcasts that aren't released to the public. Like the, who is the, uh, oh, Kindred, that's his name. Yeah, I forgot his name. That's not good. Uh, who is Kindred episode that uh, we examined. Uh, Mark had uh, bars and graphs and flowcharts, etc. We also do uh, monthly spider satellites. We also, uh, we reviewed Venom 25 recently, along with several others. And when there was a lull of spider satellites... We went to classic satellites, so recently we reviewed Venom number one through six of Lethal Protector, and Kelly also uh, reviewed Spider-Girl zero, number zero through seven, I think. Again, those are exclusive for Patreon members, so if you'd like to listen to those and also help support the site, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, let's get on with it. JR, go! Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to Spider History with JR for June of 2020. What's going on, uh, JR? Oh, I'm just warming up. I'm, I'm ready warming to up. Go. You're I, about, got, I got my knives out. You are about to review two of your least favorite issues of all time. This is number two on your top 10 list that you wrote 10, 20 years ago mm-hmm. of Amazing Spider-Man 18 and Peter Parker 18. So we're going to find out why you hate these issues so much in this episode. But first... We got to introduce George. Also, what's going on, George? I was wondering if you'd actually get around to me or just forget I was here. You're up there. You're right beside me, brother. I, I was literally wondering. I was like, he's just going to gloss right over me. I am not glossing. I am not glossing. You're Hello, right everyone. There. I'm here. He is here. All right, <laughs> Jr. Get yes. ready. Here oh, you wow. go. Amazing Spider-Man Volume Two, Number Eighteen, written by Howard Mackey, penciled by John Byrne, and inked by John Romita Senior. Really. Okay, go ahead. Take me through this issue. This is what came out in June of 20, 2000, right? 20 years ago. 2000. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, 20 years ago. This is before my son was born. Uh, wow. You know, but it, it's funny, George, you got, George probably is very fond of around this period of time in, in 2000. I mean, uh, there, there's a lot of history made, you know, internet history, comic internet history made, uh, but, uh, and, and precipitated by utter crap. Just like this, but uh, what, what internet history was made in June of 2000? Oh, go ahead. Oh, you teased it. I want to hear it. Uh, we will lead into that. We will. I know what he's talking it. about. I know. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah. And, 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 oh, by the way, the mysterious vagrant at the end of one fit in issue 155 or six is Dr. Octopus. Okay, Brad. All right. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, it, this this story, it, it, it's, you know, I read this again and I'm thinking, boy, how did I, I really did hate this thing. Really, it's really just an obnoxious little story. It's not worthy of all the invective, but you got to, you have to remember the times, boys. Oh, this was, no, this was a turd burger. No, it was, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as, uh, uh, as far as it's not just the story itself, it's kind of what it represented and ultimately, you know, um, Basically, just everything it deliberately crapped on. Because you got to remember, after the Clone Saga, 
Okay. Um, actually, Spider-Man was not bad after the Clone Saga. No, he honest. wasn't. I mean, the no. Clone, you know, because you had uh, you had DeFalco on Amazing, you had uh, Demetrius on Spectacular, uh, you had Mackie on uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man, and for all the grief Howard gets. How, I, I was enjoying Howard's run on it. He brought a very like noirish, dark feel. Of course, he also brought Joey Z too. But anyway, uh, so Mackie was doing uh, Peter Parker, and then Dezago was off doing some some sort of crap with Sensational. sensational. Uh, but um, no, I mean, and and the other three titles, there were like several really good subplots going. Uh, you know, Norman was kind of the big bad and in, in spectacular. Uh, DeFalco was doing a lot of. Uh, you know, he he was focused like on uh, uh, the organized crime, the 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 rose and the black tarantula, and uh, you know there were a lot of mysteries, tons of mysteries. They were you know fairly interesting. Who is the rose in uh, DeFalco, uh, Amazing Spider-Man? And then uh, DiMatteis had mysteries going like who was Jack O'Lantern and who was a conundrum, and uh, what was Norman ultimately up to, and um, so all these things. A lot of fascinating little stories. The problem was, uh, in the post post clone saga era, sales just kept. I mean, it was uh, comics that imploded. I mean, the, yeah. there was the '90s comics that completely imploded, and even though the clone saga was, it kept its number. You know, just by running as uh, well. One of the reasons it ran perpetually like it did was because the numbers were being kept up. But after that was over, then uh, you know, just the whole market and everything caught up with it, and the comics were just going down, 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 down. All the sales were going down, down, down. So Robert got this bright ass bright idea. Oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna reboot Spider Man after 441 issues. Let's let's get a number one. But not only are we gonna reboot him, yeah. But uh, you know, one when they dropped him from four titles to two, which wasn't quite a bad idea. Uh, I would have I've been happy with three, but um, it got rid of Sensational. Uh, you know, but they and didn't keep any back. Spec is longest running second title. Yeah. I mean, I, so yeah. So they canceled, you know, they, they uh, yeah, they basically was, they went from uh, amazing, sensational, spectacular and Peter Parker, Spider-Man uh, to just Spider-Man and uh, amazing. And the reason they went with Spider-Man or Peter Parker, Spider-Man says spectacular was because it was like the second highest seller, you know, obviously they're going to keep amazing, but then they gave Howard Mackie, both of them, you yeah. know, and, and it's like they got so they got rid of Demetrius, they got rid of DeFalco, who were writing some great stuff, you know. Uh, and then they gave Mackie both titles. And I had long believed that Spider-Man should come out twice a month, you know, instead of you know I was thinking, well, why why have these different titles? Why just not have Amazing come out twice a month and the same guy write it and it's all consistent and everything? Well, you got your wish. Out. I got my wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be careful what you wish for, boys and girls. No doubt. Um, but, um, but so, so all the Spider-Man stories, all the subplots that were going, everything, it just became, it was like a giant train wreck, just yeah. boom, you know, just crashed into the wall, you know, cause that may have been dead, you know, or the genetic, and then we found out it was a genetically engineered actress and, you know, and then she came back and Peter decided to quit being Spider-Man and he and Mary Jane, Mary Jane was a famous rich supermodel, you know, they moved into a deluxe apartment in the sky, I, I, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the reboot happened and it just, if it, it fell on its face from issue number one. Yeah. Uh, it was it was awful. It was I mean, they really, tried to really give Spider Man. They tried to give Spider Man a different origin. Um, they, <laughs> yeah, they brought in Captain Power. Oof. Uh, and, Not seen uh, since in twenty years. They have a stupid ass Electro costume. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Because John Byrne redesigned. Because at that time, Chapter One was going on too. Yeah. You know, and Chapter One was uh, they were kind of retrofit. You know all of uh, the, the the all this uh, the Spider Man's revised origin and kind of you know. And do you remember when Jenkins got on uh, Peter Parker? He kind of stuck to the original after yep. Byrne and yep. Mackie left. He, he was like, he, "I'm going with the originals." He he literally asked if he could just ignore Chapter One, and they said, "Absolutely yes." Just, yep. it yeah, awesome. yeah, just it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But one of the other mysteries that was going on that was people were really interested in was the fifth Green Goblin. Yes, because Norman had uh, Norman had. Uh, of course, you remember Norman came back. You know, from let's the name dead. let's name them off. We got Norman, we got Harry, Bart Hamilton, Bart Hamilton, 
Are we? Are you counting the fourth one as hobgoblin? The well, no. The fourth one was uh, the Phil Urich. Uh, Phil Urich, okay. Hero, heroic hobgoblin. Okay, who, who had his own horror horror series at one point? Yeah, DeFalco wrote his own series with with uh, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, so Norman came back in spectacular or Norman came back obviously at the end of the clone saga and then Dean Mateus brought him back, uh, in spectacular a little bit later. I'm getting some feedback, I think. Or, Are you sound okay to us? Okay. I'm fine. Okay. okay. All right. Um, but the, so Norman, he said, I, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Ben Urich wrote this book and, you know, said I'm the Green Goblin. I've got to, you know, break that association that people have between me and the Green Goblin. So he got somebody, and that was a mystery, somebody to dress up and play as the, essentially play as the Green Goblin for him. You know, someone who apparently, uh, you know, who, you know, and, the, and this person knew how to fly the glider. Uh, I mean, this person was uh, was very knowledgeable of the goblin and the goblin equipment and everything like that. So, you know, and it was a, clear it was a mystery, you know, because you'd see the goblin and him with Norman and the guy's face would be shaded, you know. So ooh, yeah. there's going to be a reveal, you know, and uh, and then like in the infamous Green uh, Green Goblin meets Hobgoblin uh, uh, miniseries or not miniseries, but three parter, which they didn't really fight, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, Except for a couple panels, Norman and Kingsley took some shots at each other. But uh, but so we go through, and we never find out who Green Goblin Five is. All right, okay. never find out who Green Goblin Five is. Um, as it turned out, it was supposed to be Phil Urich again. Um, that Norman had, you know, blackmailed him or threatened him or brainwashed him or whatever uh, to serve as a Goblin doppelganger, essentially in revenge for stealing the cost. The the because remember Phil found. Uh, Harry's Harry was updating the goblin suit and the formula or whatever. And Phil found all that and got doused in the goblin formula. And so this was Norman's revenge essentially for stealing his equipment and his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but for whatever reason, and I forget what the reason was I don't know, either because it was going to be, and I, I think Glenn Greenberg, cause Glenn Green, actually Glenn Greenberg told me in an email, uh, that, um, it was supposed to be Phil Urich, but that Phil Harris, Phil Harris, Phil Harris is the vaudeville. You mean you mean Blue from the yeah. Jingle Book? <laughs> from, the old, from the old Jack Benny TV show? What's the Goblin got to do with you? Their necessities. Hey, Phil. Phil married Alice Faye, and they lived in Dallas for a while. Yeah. Anyway, my boat. Sorry. So anyway, and I forget even who was the. Anyway, it was it was vetoed. Whether it was, I don't know if it's because they didn't like the identity planned or whether they thought such an event should be an amazing Spider-Man, not spectacular. I forget the reason that the reveal never happened. So anyway, so the, anyway, the tiles are rebooted and there, and of course the stories are out of crap. And people, but the people are asking, who is Green Goblin Five? Who is Green Goblin Five? Who is you he? Know? Who is he? And. Um, these two issues answer it, don't kind yeah, of. Yes, theoretically. Now, this is not the Gray Goblin. No, 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 no. no. That's, no, no, no. that's, that's, go, that's the Goblin Sid, 5. That's who, Sid's who, past. This is Goblin who, 5. We still don't know uh, who that was, do we? I, well, not well. George, we'll get, we're we're, we're going to get to there. But, uh, my bad. You know, my bad. Sorry. But but so 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 the uh, been hanging around Brad too long. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so but again, you get. These, sure. but you got to remember these stories. These, this was utter crap. I mean, <laughs> the the first year, of, the first year of the reboot. Not to sound like a broken record, but I'm selling all my original issues. Ah, oh, you know. But uh, you, you got to have the bad to appreciate the good, Vigman. You know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but 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 you know. Again, to understand why this is such a detestable story, you have to realize what led into it. And and the first year of the reboot, it was awful it was garbage and then in issue number 13 we got the the death of mary jane yeah so <laughs> and 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 for those audio after, listeners he just did air quotes the death of mary the jane, death of mary jane. <laughs> but uh and here's the thing okay so what happens after that mary jane dies theoretically and then peter and aunt may are driven out of the deluxe apartment in the sky yeah yeah because oh mary jane's manager stole all their money so now they have no money you know aunt may goes back to her house you know and peter decides to act like a homeless vagabond 
and a yeah. mentally ill drifter the entire time. You know, I mean, instead of so it's you know, instead, and he starts going around, oh, Mary Jane's really alive, Mary Jane's really alive now. <laughs> it, really, I mean, it, Peter's justified in thinking this because it's like, okay, how many people have come back from the dead? Well, yeah, I'll give him that. You know, but instead of Peter saying, okay, I got to get my barons, you know, there's this massive plot against me. Somebody's doing something. Maybe it's Norman again, you know, maybe it's whatever. So, so you know, I, I need to go back to Ant-Man. I need to get my crap together uh, and, uh, and start figuring things out. Well, no, that doesn't happen at all. That doesn't happen at all. He just like, so he, so he decides, he decides to act like a mentally ill homeless person. And so we open here in issue amazing Spider-Man number 18. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man number 18. And we've been thinking, Ooh, we're going to find out who Green Goblin Pie is. We're going to find out who Green Goblin Pie is. Anyway, it opens with Peter, uh, as a, uh, dishwasher in a midtown Manhattan restaurant. Yeah, you know, and he's he's going. I've no money, no apartment, no job because Jonah won't buy Spider-Man pictures from him anymore. Okay, and Peter thinks it's because uh, during uh, uh, remember there was a short time of the Sinister Six were brought back. Air quote Sinister Six. Yeah, with Venom uh, in it, and Venom was a member, and uh, so but you know Venom being Venom decided he was going to try to kill everybody, and uh, he was going to kill Jonah, and. Uh, and uh, Spider-Man saved Jonah, but he got knocked out. And so now Peter believes that Jonah unmasked him, which, again, is not the first time such a thing happened. It happened back in uh, uh, Marvel Wolfman's run, you know, where Spider-Man was unconscious. And, oh, did Jonah unmask him? Yeah. Uh, so that was so Peter thinks that Jonah knows who he is. Now, uh, now in the defense of this issue, Jr. Oh, you, ha you have to start. admit the pencils and the inks. That is not a bad, that's not bad art. John Byrne inked by Romita senior. I mean, come on. The art was not this, this, this the art this was not the problem. problem. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, you know, it, it's like, oh, the story was crap, but I like the cover. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, you know I, not, I, I don't buy it for the art is the thing. I buy yeah. it for the story of Spider-Man. Yeah. And the story of Spider-Man at this time of period is complete crap. What, what what's your breakdown, George? Fifty percent art, fifty percent writing. No. What is it? I, I've, 90, said this, I've said 90? this many. I've said this many times before. The story is the single most important part of the comic. The artwork. I yeah. can actually. This is just me. This isn't everybody. A lot, there's been a lot of people out there that aren't aren't like this, and I and I mm -hmm. get that. But for me, my background is story. And, and that's what I focus on. And so if I see a comic that has questionable or even subpar art, if the story is, is something that I can follow and enjoy, yeah. I'll overlook the art. I will. I'll, I'll just overlook the art. I'm like, okay, yeah, the mm -hmm. art can be better. I enjoyed the story. I cannot do that the other way. I cannot say, boy, the art in this really sells. This is tremendous. But the story's crap. But I still like it because of the art. I, I'm I'm just not there. And that's what made you drop out of Image Comics back in the '90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After, after Image Comics, I mean, I, yeah. I gave Spawn like uh, like ten months to make sense finally, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jr. Jr. But the, uh, the art. Would you agree the art's not bad, Jr. <sighs> John Byrne, Romita <laughs> Senior. Come on. No, I'm not. You know what? I'm not going to admit anything. I'm oh. not going to admit anything. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. I am on, I am on, you know, it's funny. It's a, it's like, I'm on my two minute hate, you know, okay. remember uh, <laughs> if you, if you remember 1984, in fact, it's a, no. uh, it, 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 it's funny. I, I, I don't know what, sometimes I go through phases or whatever. And, and uh, if you go to YouTube, there's like different versions of 1984. One is a, a pretty good version with Peter Cushing uh, as uh, Winston Smith. Uh, and, but, but anyway, the two minute hate, you know, with the image of Goldstein <laughs> comes up and oh, Goldstein. so anyway, so I'm on my two minute hate. Don't interrupt me. All right, uh, go ahead. But anyway, so cleaning dishes. But in this, but he's washing dishes and he's going, I've got no money, no apartment, no real job. These rubber gloves are leaking. I'm starving, and the manager won't even feed me. And then, you know, the next pal, Raul says you can have these leftovers, Parker. You know, it's like, what wait, but you, what is this crap? I mean, what is this crap? You know, it's like this is it, it's like yeah, everything it's like it's one thing. It's one thing when Spider-Man is the everyman, you know, and he and he's 
you know, vulnerable to the same daily indignities that all of us. I mean, that's that's the everyman appeal that he's subjected to the, the the daily indignities that all of us are, more or less. But this is just overkill. I'm starving. My rubber gloves are leaky. It's like, oh come on, you know. And and you know, during this time period, of course, you know, uh, you know, uh, where Mary Jane, you know, is, is apparently dead. Uh, all of a sudden, people who know that Peter, yeah. Peter is Spider-Man are, comp- are conspicuous no-shows. Felicia, Felicia doesn't show up, at, you know, asking, you know, hey, be Pete, what, you know, because her, her and Mary Jane were getting along, you know. Uh, Matt Murdock never shows up to offer a hand or anything like that. It just all completely ignored. So Peter can, you know, walk around the, the streets, you know, talking to himself and yelling at other people randomly, Mary Jane's alive, Mary Jane's alive. Uh, feed me, you know. Um <laughs> What? So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. And suddenly, a little shop of Parker's over here. <laughs> so, but finally, he comes to his senses briefly, you know, and calls Aunt May and says, Aunt May, can I come home? Okay. Uh, why he wasn't there before, uh, again, I mean, this story is. Uh, all kinds of uh, just just ha- you know straw man excuses for why Peter doesn't do the sensible thing and ask the right people for help, or if people don't come, and then we'll find out how disgusting some of his friends are later. You know, uh, <laughs> no, he's so I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's. Uh, you know, you, you, we're going to find out here. You know we, how we used to criticize Dan Slott for emphasizing plot over character or plot well, we, over story. We, we, we still do. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's he's Rightfully he's, he's so. kind of he, he's in our rearview mirror, though. You know, thank but, God. But uh, th- this 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 story is a th- these stories during the burn mat are a perfect another situation of that where okay, we're just going to bring Peter as low as possible. We're going to write him at his most miserable, whether or not it makes any sense. We're going to do it because that's cool. And that's what everybody wants. Yeah. That's what all these hip young people want. So anyway, the scene shifts to Liz Allen, you know, and she's, uh, you know, riding around in a limo and she's thinking, oh, even though I'm rich and everything and I'm riding around in a limo, uh, you know, I'm going to feel sorry for myself because my father-in-law is a crazy supervillain and I married his son and his son was a whacked out druggie who wound up becoming a crazy supervillain himself and you know blah 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 green goblin this green goblin that Liz, and, white privilege osborne yeah <laughs> and uh and then all of a sudden the green goblin shows up you know <laughs> you know the uh and and so uh, you know because oh boy wow you know we're really gonna see some serious action here right uh and this There's costume is kind of this this costume is kind of a uh, an amalgam of the classic goblin costume and that travesty that <laughs> um, that ended the uh, final chapter. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, like the, the 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 tattered the tattered torn cape, and then those. Although even old even the old burn, I'm not burn Ditko. Sometimes goblin ears were sometimes super super large, but yeah. so anyway, this is kind of amalgamation of that. Now. We finally go to Peter. We finally go to uh, Peter, and uh, Peter visits Aunt May. All right, and uh, and here we go. And it's like we instantly take a time trip back to the sixties. All right, now, yeah, uh, Brad, bring us bring us to Peter and Aunt May. What, I'm boring George. Oh my God, I've lost George. No, you're not so, boring me. It's just, it's, I've been up since seven o'clock this morning, and it's, uh, this this scene right here where he comes yeah, in the door. Yeah, for, yeah. Peter Parker, what were you thinking? Walking in the rain without an umbrella. You know how delicate you are. Aunt May with the with the mushroom head. I, I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's like I was. It, it, it's 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 the 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 next page was gonna. I was gonna bring that up, but you got to remember the mo. So go ahead and change the page. Just like elderly Mo Howard right there. Yeah. The next page. page. Next page. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then bring up Aunt May. Bring up Aunt May. Right here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now remember, Aunt May was brought back. Okay. Because Bob Harris demanded that Aunt May brought was re brought back, but he hated that he she knew that Peter was Spider Man. You know, because at the end, theoretically, Aunt May died, uh, and uh, but she knew that Peter was Spider Man. And oh, Bob Harris hated that. And of course, you know, Bob Harris, the creative genius that he is. 
Uh, but one thing they but so they brought Aunt May back and they made her as her as her dopey 60s, 70s character. And yeah. but they did, you know, so but they did one dramatic thing. They gave her a new haircut. Man, that's bad. That's based on a dare. And if you remember <laughs> if you remember when this happened, it was like oh. I think one issue seven of one of Amazing or Peter Parker. Uh that was like a plot point or whatever, introducing the new May Parker. And she had nothing new about that. And like George said, it looks like a mushroom. I mean, really, the next page, the, the, actually, the next time we see her is even worse. I mean, oh, it next, is. It is. You know, oh, the next man. page. But see, you know, and here's here's another. Uh, actually, oh. wait, wait. So Anna Watson's there. Here, there you go. There's your mushroom head. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that thing. What is that? <laughs> I, I mean, it almost looks like she took home. The, she went to the beauty parlor and took the uh, the hair dryer with her. Almost, <laughs> you know, that it just it just came with her. Aunt May. Oh, oh no. Lord. That's so, called the lampshade hairdo, Del Boy. It's, it's almost as bad as like you remember that one kid from Fat Albert who had like the lampshade. Oh head? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's like that, that except over her eyes, you know. Oh Was my that God, Donald that's bad, says Bob. I can't remember. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was one that I was saying stuff like, uh, "Fat Albert, you're like school in the summertime, no class." Man, <laughs> and I was just complimenting the art. Peter looks fine. But man, man. Yeah. So, so anyway, anyway, Anna Watson had, had come over and uh, of course, you know, I mean, she's, I mean, you know, Mary Jane was a daughter to her lot, you know? And so, mm-hmm. you know, so she and Peter have a moment or whatever, but of course this just makes Peter feel more guilty, but of course, Mary Jane's alive. Everyone. <laughs> she's alive. She's alive. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> and uh so, so anyway so peter you know so peter says oh uh, aunt may you know i mean i've got a lead on a job and an apartment and you know i'm uh you know i'm i'm really good aunt may and she says i know you're not you lying piece of crap you know so here i'll give you some money and it's like <laughs> <laughs> take it from I, your 80 year old aunt yeah I, I, it's it's i i don't know i guess i guess in a way i i guess i forget how much of an, e- I mean, Peter's got a pretty healthy ego on him. He's got a healthy ego uh, and he's very ashamed of himself. And, uh, but honest to God, the one place you can go is moms. If you can't go back to moms, mm-hmm. you know, something is wrong with you when your, your mom is, I mean, uh, it, it's like, I, I, I remember, you know, years ago, uh, just in, in the bumps and bruises of life, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and my mother would say, you know, well, you know, you, uh, cause my, my brother had, a few ups and downs in his life. And he went back to live with, uh, with my mom and dad and uh, my dad passed away. And, uh, but, uh, and mom said, I, and I, you know, of course it was like, you know, watching my brother going there, you know, and, uh, and mom said, shut up. I do the same for you. <laughs> oh. Re- before, yep, we move, right. before we move past, we have a comment from Del boy. He says, that's either a real wrinkled neck or a roll neck jumper. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a turtleneck. It's a turtleneck that's wrinkled. Mm-hmm. Take the money and shut up, boy. Is what well, I, I tell you, though. Hang <laughs> on for it to next month and uh, what, er, some of Eric Larson's uh, oh, drawings yeah. of Aunt May. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really wow. good. Um, but anyway, so back so, to Liz know, and the Goblin, huh? Yeah, but anyway, so anyway, so none of this made sense that Peter just didn't go home. I mean, it mm-hmm. didn't make sense at all. Um, so we go back to Liz and the Goblin, and the Goblin won something. But you, you've um, oh wait a minute, is he is he showing? Uh, oh, okay. So here's the thing. All right, now all of a sudden this Goblin is incompetent. Okay, uh, he's like he's like balanced balanced precariously on the glider, and he says it's not really as easy to stay up on one of these Goblin gliders as some have made it look. You know, so like over the next two issues, we emphasize how this guy doesn't know how to operate the stuff. And it's like, no, 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 no. He was an expert, you know, mm-hmm. prior to the reboot. You know, he knew exactly what he was doing. So anyway, so Peter goes to the Daily Bugle because, uh, um, you know, to be honest, I don't know why he goes to the Daily Bugle. <laughs> Is he looking for a job? No, he's looking for his roommate, probably Randy. Yeah, well, we'll see, basically he goes there. You know, he says, ah, these people are my friends, but you know what? I'm just going to walk around and not ask any of them for help. Uh, I'm here. I'm, you know, to hang around them. Uh, 
But, you know, there's Glory Grant, Grant, Glory Grant, Ben Urich, Betty Brandt. All I have to do is ask, and any one of them would give me anything I needed. Uh, but no, I won't. Um, you know, I can't believe I turned down Robbie's offer of help yesterday. What was I thinking? What were you thinking? Dumbass. Um, so anyway, so what's happened though is, is Robbie and, uh, Randy are kind of having a, having father and son problems, you see. Um, cause you know, Randy, uh, you know, Randy's been through some hard times, you know, he got married, he got divorced, you know, and he decided not to, to go for a real, you know, he decided to become an actor, uh, which, uh, you know, that's, uh, in, in New York, uh, that's, uh, usually a one-way ticket to poverty. Uh, and, uh, so so anyway, so Robbie and Peter catch up and, uh, then Randy, you know, of course, Peter re recognizes that something's going on with Randy. And so they go out and, and have a cup of coffee. And because this is all leading, you know, where this is all leading to boys and girls, because eventually Randy and, and, and Peter start shacking up. But, uh, yeah. so, but, uh, then, uh, you know, so there's, they're, they're having coffee, feeling sorry for themselves. Uh, Betty Brant burst in and says, Oh, you got a camera, whatever the green goblin is back in town. Uh, and so basically, you know, the, again, we're still on the goblin attacking Liz Osborne because he wants something. We don't know what it is, but he wants something, you know, from Liz. Uh, and, uh, so, and so Peter's watching this go and he goes, huh? Something about the way he's moving. looks like he's really having trouble staying on that glider. He's got none of Norman's confidence and strength. It can't be Harry, but I did just run into Harry's holographic ghost. And remember that issue, boys and girls, that was awful. amazing. Spider-Man annual 2000? 2000 were a group of scientists put all, took all this information about Harry Osborne and created hollow Harry. Kind of, kind of like Tupac in Vegas. It's one of the worst Spider-Man annuals you will ever read. Man. <laughs> that that and the one where Peter <laughs> hounds Mary Jane for sex. The very I thought, next. I thought uh, two thousand was that one. Is it not two separate issues? Once two two different. Well, ones? Amazing two amazing two thousand annual is where that was. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, in, in the the Hollow Harry. Hollow you know, Harry. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. Uh, so, but anyway, so anyway, here's a, uh, here's a, uh, a Hulk ad for, you know, for Brad here. Can your puny body survive? For, so. for what's it selling? Uh, it was, wasn't it like a Island of Adventure? Oh, oh Florida. Of Adventure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Universal Studios Island of Adventure. So. Hey, but, before uh, you go on, uh, Didymus wants to know, is this Goblin story worse? Uh, this or uh, since past, which one's worse? I think you hate this one worse. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, that's, that's another issue. Sins past actually, uh, everybody hates sins past for the goblin babies or whatever. And, uh, but uh, that, that's an entirely, di that's an entirely different. You different hate this level. one for different reasons. Yeah. 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 I mean, since past actually the first four issues before the revealed is actually a pretty compelling story. Yeah. Um, but then it just it just goes completely off the rails. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so Peter's taking pictures of this new goblin, and the new goblin grabs Liz and attacks Liz. Uh, and again, he he wants to see Norman's files. They, you know, Norman's files. I need Norman's files. You know, uh, and uh, but then you know, Spider Man uh, comes to the rescue of Liz. Yeah, they do some. Um, you know, they do some fighting. Superhero, supervillain uh, fight, and then oddly enough, coincidentally enough, uh, the green this green goblin throws a razor bat uh, to break one of the lines of the of the tram that goes to Roosevelt Island. Yeah. And this was the year two thousand, boys and girls. So mm -hmm. what happens in two thousand and one? Okay. Oh. The first Spider Man movie, and Spider Man two thousand two. Is when oh, the I'm movie sorry, comes 2002. Yeah. 2002. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, go to the next page, Brad. Uh, one sec. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Okay. He's holding. He's holding oh. the lines together to keep the tram that's oh. going to Roosevelt Island from plunging into the. Uh, plunging Holy into the crap! I never noticed that. This is. Yeah. This could have been the inspiration. This is, you know, you know, uh, yeah, uh, one of one of those things. Uh, but it was, it was. I, I saw, you know, it's kind of funny because I hadn't read this story in a very, very, very long yeah, time. Yeah. 
and then saw this and is like, this is just there really, he is. He's holding really that tram cool. up. Wow. Uh, straight that's straight out of Spider-Man that one. Is, yep. That is uh wow. which it won't even come out for a year. So yeah. Um uh, but then uh, so the first Spider-Man movie was inspired by this book. What in the what <laughs> my mind is blowing, JR. I can't I, take I, it. I, I think we have to chalk that up to coincidence. Okay. I don't think uh, I don't think Sam I don't think Sam Raimi got within six miles of this piece of garbage. Okay. Uh, I, I think that uh, I think that the wretched fetid smell of of this issue would would have been more to more than enough yeah. to keep him away. Uh, so anyway, so Peter, what does Peter decide to do? Okay, so he beats the green he well or the green goblin gets away and. Uh, Peter, uh, you know, of course, he, you know, he's tired and, and thing, hungry and things like that. So what does he decide to do? You know what? Um, I could go home to Aunt May and I could home, I could go and I get a, a, a nice meal and, you know, sleep in a nice warm bed, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I will just sleep here on the street. <laughs> like he's a homeless person. Yeah. I will just sleep here on the street. So he sleeps, he wakes yeah. up and then guess what? Uh -oh. Someone has stolen his backpack, uh -oh. which had his costume and web shooters. Okay. Now, boys and girls, it has been long established in Spider-Man history that his spider sense works while he's asleep. Mm. Okay. All right. So <laughs> what a stupid way <laughs> to end. It's already a stupid story and it ends in a stupid way. So and, and like, doesn't, doesn't he generally wear the costume under his shirt and generally anyway, usually he does. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, again, it's just the idea. Again, it's just the, I mean, I'm just going to go sleep here on the street. I yeah. get, what? Come what? on, kid. I, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's inexplicable inexplicable and that was yeah. that was just that was just part one boys and girls <laughs> yeah. wait till part two happens all right all right part two here, hold on a second oh i was gonna uh, do a dramatic here. reveal but you know no i'm marvel.com is messing with me <laughs> here what well, answer some questions uh del boy says the annuals are such a shame as a body of work for the most part 21 was good Number five was good. There have been some really good uh, Spider-Man annuals. It's just yeah. uh, I, I, they are the minority, though. I'm trying to think like when the last really good annual was, and, and to be honest, it, it was in the eighties. Probably I think it was the wedding right? issue. I think yeah. it was wedding yeah. issues. The wedding issue was a good one. Um, I I actually as a guilty pleasure, I I enjoyed the Atlantis attacks issue. <sighs> First appearance of Speedball. No, the one with She-Hulk in it. Yeah, that's first parents. No, no, no. You're right. Speedball had Daredevil on it. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I remember that. I remember that. I I, I remember that issue you're talking about. That was, you know, of course, I remember in one issue, uh, one annual, I think maybe it was annual 28. We had the debut of the great villain known as Annex. I believe, yeah, I believe. Annex, yeah, Annex, you know, and, yeah. uh, Annex, you know, yeah. and which of course led to, to other villains like tool shed and yarn bar. <laughs> didn't, and, uh, didn't Annex you know. come back with like a trading card? Yes, yeah, probably. I so. Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Because, because, yeah, because see, Marvel at that time, I think, had bought Fleer cards. So, we were, so, they, yeah. so they were just flooding the market with all kinds of crap, crap card. I mean, who wants a card of Annex for Christ's sake? You know, just utterly I'm stupid. Trying to, stuff. I'm trying to think who, um, remember when pogs were a thing for like, uh, like half an hour? Yeah, I remember pogs. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Yeah. It's like the movies where they forget the spider sense is a thing. Um, yeah. The spider sense has been, is, is one of probably Spider-Man's most misunderstood uh, power. Uh, I don't think anybody ever understood it. You know, I don't even know that Stan completely understood it when he created it, because when we first uh, when when he went one of the first times that Spider-Man uses it, he uses it to home in on a helicopter, you know, oh, my spiders, you know, it's so, easily the most forgotten one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, but yeah, the movie, yeah, the movies almost completely forget that he's got a spider sense. Del boy says that was a cliffhanger worthy of a Spidey super story. <laughs> Didymus says, uh, maybe the goblin used the, the gas to block a spider sense. It makes no sense. Now ASM, this guy, no, this annual guy, no. 18 was good. That was the one with Mary Jane ripping open the shirt with the, the spider suit under. I remember that one. 
And I think the one before it was a scorpion was pretty good. Yeah, I think I think I think the Mary Jane one was number nineteen, and I think eighteen was the scorpion uh, JJ Marla Madison wedding issue, wasn't it? Yeah, Speedball was Evolutionary War, not Atlanta. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I tried Walmart is selling me their entire Fleer box for ten bucks. He tricked. I tricked. Oh, I tricked. Walmart. Oh, sorry. I got all of them in annex. Oh, that's funny. Okay, Jr. This oh. let's wrap it up. All right, we got uh, uh, Peter Parker, Spider Man oh, Volume Two, number eighteen. We're gonna have a big reveal, boys and girls. You know Look why? Because Who it's gonna that? be it's it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. All We're right. just gonna get. We're going to get an answer to a mystery that has been plaguing us for probably two or three years. Yeah. You know, so I just, I just can't wait. Can't wait, boys and girls. Beautiful cover. It's uh, well, yeah, it is. It's Jazzy Johnny Jr. This was know. the this was a couple of issues before Jenkins arrived to save us all. It is on. He he arrived uh, in issue twenty, so we got one more after this. I forget yeah. what happened. Nineteen, but anyway, take me but, through this, one, anyway, Jr. So anyway, the. Uh, you know, so of course the first page is, oh, there's the green goblin. Who is this guy? Who wears the mask? You know, Norman was lost to insanity in his own scheme several months ago, which was the, the gathering of five water. Harry, his son, and the heir to the Osborne legacy was killed by the very formula, which gave him and his father the super strength. So who is this? Oh. And, oh. Anyway, and then the next picture, of course, we have homeless Peter walking around the rain. Uh, I'm homeless. Yeah. I'm starving. I'm stupid. Uh, you know, Mary Jane's and, alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mary Jane's alive. Oh, the <laughs> sense of urgency. He spent hours in the rain walking and searching. He just the slept, sense of urgency. slept there overnight. Yeah, the sense of urgency increasing tenfold because not only is a goblin out there, but he knows that in the wrong hands, his web shooters could be more deadly than most could imagine. So mm -hmm. then we find out, okay, who stole the costume? And it's some dopey kid. You know, it was just dumb, dumb. So this dumb, dopey, worthless kid snuck up on Spider-Man and stole his costume. Seems legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, he, so he looks like a dumb dupe, dumb kid too. Look at there. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. Look at my haircut. I got, you know, my my mom paid all the five dollars for this haircut. You know. <laughs> uh, so the next page, Peter decide. Peter goes that wanders over to Empire State University. You know, uh, where and he and he goes and he's fresh. He freshens up, of course, but he just he's just yeah. he's just, he's he's just been brought so low. Uh, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, Flash Thompson walks in. Hey, Peter, how you doing, bud? You know. So they decide to uh, they they decide to take a walk, um, and of course, Flash Flash is written inexplicably. This is bizarre uh, because you know over the years, you know, Flash has matured as a person. You know, Flash has matured as a person, as a friend. You know, he's still a jock. He's still kind of a, you know, but, but he has matured, you know. So, but anyway, so anyway, so Peter. Real, real quick, JR, I didn't know this. I thought Ramita uh, Jr. did the interior pencils. Graham Nolan, yeah, who, yeah, we, Graham who, Nolan. We, yeah, who yeah. we just talked about with that Batman, uh, Spider-Man fight a couple months ago, he penciled that for DC. I didn't know Graham did more than this for Spider-Man, but there you go. So anyway, so uh, the thing is, Flash sees Peter, you know, and uh, of course, the first thing Flash doesn't do, you know, Flash doesn't really talk about, oh, Peter, it's, you know, really awful about Mary Jane. You know, hey, you need a place, buddy. You need a See, that was another thing. Flash never came to Peter's aid, you yeah. know, again, you know, so it's and, and so instead of Flash counseling Peter and comforting Peter or whatever, it's like Flash decides to talk south. He says, let's go to the Daily Bugle because I want to go see Betty Brant because, you know, Betty, uh, Betty didn't know what a good thing she had in me. So I'm going to go and I'm going <laughs> to remind her, you know, and let me give you some personal advice, Peter. You know, things are never as bad as they look. You know, I've been there and I've had problems and stuff. But then I woke up one day and realized, hey, I'm Flash Thompson. Women want me. Men want to be like me. And even though that's too much to hope for you, things will get better. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> what is this? I mean, nobody talk. I mean, 
nobody nobody talks like this. Nobody talks like this. And this is Peter's best friend during this time period. Mm-hmm. And he's talking like this. He doesn't say one word about one sympathetic word, you know, about Mary Jane or anything. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's bizarre. Uh, so then we get another pick, you know, the pain, the, and then, you know, so we go to the goblin again and it's like, Oh, you know, it's like, this is unacceptable. You know, I, uh, I look in the mirror and I see nothing. You know, so he's rambling. What the, it just a waste of a page, a utter waste of a page. So we go back to stupid kid with stupid haircut. Okay. <laughs> stupid kid with stupid haircut, you know, can't operate the web shooter, of course, because it takes Spider-Man super strength to do so. So stupid kid decides to, to use a hammer on it. All right. And, 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 and as you're reading this, this story, boys and girls, you're, you're, and you see all these segues and all this wasted time. And, and you're thinking, what is going on here? Is it like, is it like there was like a gap between issue number 17 and issues number 19? And so we just come up with this. There's no, there's, who cares that this kid stole, why are we wasting? We waste, we wasted one page on the two pages on the kid putting on the costume. Now we're wasting another page with the kid trying to operate the web shooters. Yeah. Uh, so Peter and I, goes, didn't, I didn't think you had to have spider strength to operate the web shooters. I've seen Mary Jane use them before. Well, uh, I, I think though, I think those would have been. Um, Are they newer ones? Maybe I don't know. I think I well, I think Peter would have modified. You know, it's a good question. Yeah. I don't know if she ever just has. She ever just picked up one and used it? Yeah, you know? I, I've I've can't cite an issue, but I've thought of it. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I, I know I've that he's it. like made custom ones for, but uh, yeah, yeah but he, I, did, I, he did make he did make one that she could fire that presumably somebody uh, like a normal person could shoot off but normally like the ones that he uses you've got to have his strength to actually trigger it huh yeah i mean it it may not yeah i think you know finally people kind of came to the conclusion that uh well wait a minute why can't anybody just you know pick them up and use them or whatever and so they said aha it's it's you gotta have spider-man strength so anyway so they're at the bugle uh, and it just so happens that Liz is there. Okay. Uh, and we'll find out why Liz is there. But, um, so of course, Peter's thinking, Hmm, you know, the green gobs attacked Liz. Maybe Liz knows something about what this is all about, you know? And, uh, you know, so Peter goes, Liz, can I talk to you? And no, Peter, I've got a lot on my mind. F you. Uh, and now I'm looking at the panel. I don't see F you anywhere in the panel. It's uh, almost like JR just makes stuff up sometimes. I think he did. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Look at that face. That's, a, that's an F you face. That, that's the face. This, 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 this is Jessica Lang walking by uh, 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 Leah Michelle at the Oscars or whatever that one time. If you want to Google that that YouTube video or whatever. This is, or she's, this is, this is, I'm sorry, JR. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Uh, this, is, this is actually very uncharacteristic of Liz as well. Um, Liz was, was a friend of Mary Jane. She's been a friend of Peter's, especially when, when she was married to Harry. Yeah. And there were several times I remember back during, uh, DeFalco and friends where they were, uh, you know, they were very close with Peter mm-hmm. and, and, you know, she was like, she was very grateful to Peter at several different times, you know, while she was, while Harry was having issues with various yeah. things. Um, so yeah, this was very uncharacteristic. I thought for, for Liz, just period. Yeah, Liz. Liz, I tell you though, Liz has been written very inconsistent, very differently, very yes. inconsistently. That, that's one character I haven't figured out. Either she's a, you know, a psycho or a, a cunning CEO or a corrupt CEO. Yeah, right. Liz has been written horribly since '98. I mean, uh, but here, as as bad as Liz is being treated, uh, Brad, just go to those panels under 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 Liz's fu face. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, and let's with let's read. Flash? Okay. Let's read Flash's dialogue. Okay, okay. go ahead. JR, you know, the guy who is falsely accused of making crap up. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, what, falsely. so one of these, um, you know, it's just a bunch of haters that say things like that. So let, <laughs> is JR making this up about Fl- about Flash's dialogue? JR doesn't need to. Can you, yeah, I, you can read it yourself, boys and girls. Parker is bad luck, especially to any of the women that get near him. And, and go to the next panel. First, was Gwen. Gwen. Now there was a babe. Don't know what <laughs> she ever saw in him, but when she could have had. But I digress. 
And now Mary Jane uh, in a plane crash. What a waste. And her a supermodel. I can't believe any of them ever saw anything in then. And then, of course, Randy comes to the rescue yeah. because this is going to, I mean, I guess we got to give Randy a moment here that, you know, Randy is Peter's true friend now. Yeah. You know, so there you go. You got some mouth and more nerves and brains flash. You're the last person who should be whispering behind anyone's back. Hey, get it. Get him, Randy. Randy knows that he's out of character. <laughs> so this is, is just, uh, again, this is, this is, uh, you know, you talk about character assassination. This is not no, flash. No. That's yeah, not, not Liz, not Flash, Flash not Peter. It's not Peter Flash either. Didn't, Flash didn't talk. Flash didn't talk like this when he was the bully in high school. No, you know? he did not. He, he didn't. I mean, he was not this. Now, and, and Flash has kind of been. I, I think. Um, again, I don't know. I'm just speculating. Uh, but because you remember, remember issue eight or so when uh, Mysterio ca- captured everybody close yeah. to Peter Parker. Because he was trying to find out what they knew about Spider-Man because Spider-Man always hung around all these people. Right. Of course, they never explained how Mysterio kidnapped everybody, including Peter Parker, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but we tur- it, it turned out that they, he was trying to probe everybody's minds and Flash's personality was so strong, it took over this scenario. And so, like, the two issues were Flash's fantasy world. And in Flash's fantasy world, he was going to marry Mary Jane. So, and, uh, so you almost kind of wonder... If maybe in the back of Mackie's mind or whatever, he was, this is, this is why there was this antagonism between Flash and Peter or something. I don't know, but whatever it is, it didn't amount to anything. So, so like I said, Flash, like I said, he didn't even talk like this when he was a 16 year old bully in high school. Didn't talk like this whatsoever. Um, So anyways, but, but see, the thing is, this is a big setup for Randy Robertson to look so good because Randy's going to go to Peter in the next page and say, you know, I got a big place, but I can't afford the rent, you know, and uh, right now I can't, you know, right now, uh, Fred uh, isn't ready to move in with me. You know, Fred, my, uh, Fred, my (laughs) super villain, you know, isn't ready to move in. So uh, how would you like to move in with me, Peter? Um, And uh, Peter says, oh, yeah. You know, I want to move in with you. I don't want to, you know. Just like the, the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go live rent-free with Aunt May and have her cook me decent meals all the time. I'm going to hang out in an apartment with you that neither none of us can afford. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, we go to uh, another page with Stupid Kid with Stupid Haircut. Yeah. All right. Stupid Kid with Stupid Haircut takes the hammer, hits the web shooter, Webs himself to the wall. Oh boy. There okay. you go. All right. Next page. Liz Allen, you know, is, is getting in her, uh, is getting in her limo again. The green goblin attacks. And of course, Spider-Man Peter doesn't have his costume because stupid kid with stupid haircut has it. Okay. So he decides to improvise. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that does not. Oh, that's so the, wrong. Oh, I, I, honestly, oh. I mean, I don't. I, I don't want to mention it because I don't want to get Brad demonetized or in trouble. Yeah. Who in the world thought about putting him in a white hood? Yes, Who's that right does, not, does not look good at all. No. It looks like a '60s Fantastic Four villain. Wow. Or the hate monger or something. Yeah, it looks man, like a, like, that looks bad. It looks like, a, it looks like bad hate monger cosplay. Man. Oof! Just whose idea was it's again? again. So, 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 let's take a look. This is not what's on the cover, by the way. That is not on the cover. (laughs) Uh, Bob Jones in chat says, "I just face palmed." Art critic monger is who that is. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I have. I have always wondered where editors are. During the Spider-Man titles, man, you know, it's like nobody saw this. Well, man. it looks I, like I, it. Yes, I know what exactly you say. It looks like it's it. There's no way around it. This yeah, is the kind it, of it, this is the kind of thing you man. do, like he's fighting Frogman or something like that. Man, even you know, with not, the even with the paper sack on his head, he looks better than this. Not when you're uh, going to have the Green Goblin show up for a uh, Yeah, and and man. this isn't even much of a Green Goblin because. Um, you know, they, they, they have this fight. Then the green goblin, of course, starts saying, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, Peter goes, who are you? You know, I mean, you're not the real green goblin. Who are you? And the goblin's going, that's what I want to know. Who am I? He turned me into this, turned me into this thing, gave me the costume, the weapons, you know, but I'm nothing more. And then we get the reveal. Here it is. The reveal. The oh, reveal. I'm getting there. The reveal. I'm getting there. <laughs> The reveal. All right, Oof. where the hell's the Oof. reveal? Oof. Oh, 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 okay. It's rough. There's the reveal. Harry. Okay. Oh, what is this? Is this is? And then we turn the page I and wish. maybe if I was, then Norman would have loved me. And so, so the whole page is him melting. Yeah. I'm melting. I'm melting. Oh, what a world! What a world! Well, who the hell is he? Your guess is as good as mine nobody knows and the only thing is and as he finally disintegrates he says he's coming back spider-man are you ready ready for the real thing yeah so anyway so let's let yeah well, there here, here we, we go. go here's some of the pic here's some of the pictures are you ready for the real thing so we and still to this so, to this day, we don't know who this guy is. Nope. It's just a <laughs> failed clone of something or other. Jonathan goblin. says it's Clayface. <laughs> it says, uh, yeah, I'm looking at bake mixture. Wow. I'm looking up at the Marvel wiki and it has real name as unknown. Wow. 20 years so later, after, still not known. After who is this dude? After the years, after this, this, this character was set up. Okay. As a mystery. Mm -hmm. As yeah. a, dopp a doppelganger goblin yeah. who was an expert in using the equipment, the everything like that. And it comes to this. This, boys and girls, I, I have always been convinced. This is one of those stories. I well, but, well, before I get into that, let, let's finish up. We only got a couple more pages to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's another great uh, moment for uh, one of Peter's friends or comments from Peter's friends. Let's go to the next page. How about that one? Yeah. Uh, Okay, go to the next panel. Okay. This one? Yeah. Can sorry. We talk? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, but I just can't have you in my life. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Next panel. I mean, the reason I'm having Brad show these is because you have to read this to read how awful it is. Yeah. I know you must be devastated by what happened to Mary Jane, but look at it. Look what happens when anyone you get close to. What? I've got, got Normie to think about. I've got so much to think about. Not you, Peter. Oof. I'm sorry. And then, of course, and then Peter's panel is, uh, but why don't any of them understand? Mary Jane's alive. <laughs> wow. Oh, and no then, wonder. And then, and then the, the, the last page is, uh, and you don't have to go to it, but basically, you know, May, uh, May Parker gets the delivery, you know, and of course it's, ostensibly something from Mary Jane or whatever from the plane. Uh, yeah. And then uh, stupid kid with stupid hair uh, sells the costume and web shooters to somebody. And it turns out that it's none other than Jameson. Jameson. So, yeah. so but, uh, wow. That was a tough issue. Man. Now, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I, I read it again and I said, God, Jr. you know, you're being awfully hard because 20 years later, it's just a stupid issue. It's just a stupid. You're not being hard on this. This is, this is horrible, but Man. it's, but, but you got, again, think about it. Uh, you think about the context of the times. It's like, Everybody has written out a character. Peter is deliberate. Everybody. Peter's written out a character. Flash is written out a character. Liz is written out a character. Uh, it's the, almost plot level bad. Well, <laughs> this is a deliberate F you. I mean, I've always thought that I've always thought that this wasn't just a bad story, that this was an F you. Um, you wanted to know who Green Goblin 5 was? Ha! Nobody. Ha! Joke's on you. Ha! Who do you if you were to write the story, who would you have made Green Goblin 5? I think he's just supposed to be like a Norman clone, actually. Yeah. Who is that? Or a, or a oh, an, uh, just a generic what, what, Osborne clone. It shapeshifts, though. I mean, you see Jonah's face or whatever in, in it, too. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a clone. You can, you can modify the formula or whatever. It doesn't, mm. It's clone crap. But, but I, I tell you, this uh, <clears throat> and this kind of stuff gave rise... To I, I I don't know what issue it was. 
you know, and George may have to help me, but there was an issue where George Berriman, man of the people. It's <laughs> <laughs> the people's Protect, champion. Protector of pop culture. Had had enough. Wow. George had had enough and decided that he was going to help save Spider-Man. So he got together with a friend of his by the name of Alex Hamby, and they created Hero Realm. That was yeah. after uh, Amazing Spider-Man uh, 13 and the Mackie. Re that was after the one where they killed Mary Jane. That's when I went from from fan to activist was uh <laughs> was after that issue and I mean, if it hadn't been for bob harris ordering the uh the hit out on mary jane uh jr and i wouldn't know each other ryan yep. reed says what a disaster and so much editorial interference created this uh was it supposed to be phil Urich? almost looked like the eyeball character from a team-up issue uh lord maxon says the problem is people act like this now in spider-man's book i don't think yeah, so this is this is pretty awful Ryan says Glenn Greenberg revealed it was supposed to be during Goblins at the Gate, and they changed it last minute to keep it a secret. Then that then they did this crap. Yeah, yeah, because Spider Man pulls off the Goblin's mask. Ah, let's just see who yeah. you are, Charlie. And uh, and Glenn Green and, and it was supposed to be Phil York, but uh, it was decided not to reveal it. And again, I don't know why either. Yeah. It was a disagreement over who it was, or such an event should have been an amazing something. Jonathan like that. Lopez says this was almost as bad as Dan Slott's Aunt May story, complaining about Peter running out after Uncle Ben's death. That's the one. Yeah, that this, triggered, that's the one that triggered Bailey so bad back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah these, 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 this is a, like this is these are personally a offensive issues yeah you know i mean everybody wonder i mean i think you know what if you see the if you if you see the trend here you can understand the issues that are personally offensive they are just so bad it's yeah. almost like they're deliberately would, bad would you uh, consider this one worse than that uh slot written where aunt may blames peter issue oh yeah. that one's yeah you think this is well, worse? i mean that's a that's a terror you know it, it's almost funny uh because I was thinking about that, if I were to ever do another top 10, yeah. you know, because I, I have to think about how, you know, my personally offended list or whatever, uh, but that whole story was stupid, but you know, yeah. it's almost like I would almost have to take out brand new, brand new day because so many of them would qualify because it's yeah, so yeah. bad. It's like, it would be story after story would be brand, something from brand new day. Yeah. Um, but, uh, freak. But, that, and, that whole yeah. issue was, uh, you know, Betty Brant and Peter all these years had had movie night every uh, one day, every week. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but, uh, but anyway, so, so anyway, so George decided, like I said, he was going to help. He was going to save pop culture. He was going to save Spider-Man, <laughs> but the, the team wasn't complete. You see at the time, George had been reading, you know, George had been actually George. I think, uh, there's a, a website called Spider-Man hype, uh, I remember which, that. which was, uh, 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 I, I guess because I I, 2000, we knew we were getting the movie now. I think yeah. by 2000, 2000, the, uh, the uh, Gordian knot, they call it, had been unraveled that had been tying up the Spider-Man movie rights. And uh, then uh, Marvel sold them to Columbia, uh, which I don't know if Columbia was Sony yet or not. But anyway, but anyway, Sony got it. Sony got the movie rights and the movie started in pre-production and uh, Spider-Man hype started. Mm -hmm. And uh, yep. there was some nameless website, uh, you know, which went to Spider-Man hype and said, would you link to me? Uh, that site was originally called the Mad Goblins Ward, but it had three sections. You know, it was a goblin section, a Chicago Cubs section, and then a Spider-Man section called Spidey Kicks Butt. Well, that's what Spider-Man hype decided to call the website, Spidey Kicks Butt. Yeah. Anyway. So one time George Berriman was uh, lurking <laughs> through the links or whatever, and he sent an email to the author of that website. Do you still have this email? Are you about to huh? regale us with this email? Do you still have I it? Wish, I don't have Put it, it up on the screen. No. <laughs> I, wish, I, did, I tell you, I did for a while. When Hero Realm had its fifth anniversary, I brought up a bunch of old emails. And, uh, <laughs> and, and George, I remember George wrote back and said, God, I wish I didn't sound so stupid or something. But it, <laughs> it was like, you know, we'd have a party. And we'd have a party with dip, but then Mackie really is the dip or something like oh. that. I mean, that's something that George said, but anyway, George, you know, he said, I've really read your stuff. We'd like to bring you into our little family here. And uh, nice. that was when I got an invitation Welcome to the party. That was when I got an invitation to join hero realm. Uh, and so Spidey kicks, butt got its uh, first broader exposure uh as a kind of as an adjunct to hero realm and it, it was all due to just utter crap like this okay. yeah. Uh, yeah this 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 era yeah. 
yeah. this era set both of us off. I this, mean, the, really the writing, yeah. the writing was was so bad that I actually had to turn activist. <laughs> Del Boy says it's four a.m. <clears throat> He's over in uh, the UK. Where is he from again? What did he say? Uh, Scotland. Scotland. Thanks again for a great show. All three of you have kept me going the last few years during some tough times for me. Thanks to all in the room and stay safe, Excelsior. So I'm glad we could uh, talk about a really bad comic over there to <laughs> yes, to Scotland. Glad we, glad we could entertain you talking about utterly utter bad trying. comics. Um, no, this, this any final story. thoughts on this one, JR? Oh, oh, do I need any? <laughs> do we need any? All no, you got to do is play it. Got to display it. Let's take a look at the Goblin 5 one more time. This is who the dude is. 20 years later, still don't know what or who he was. There it's he never is. been referenced. No. Goblin 5. All right. That is a wrap. Um, oh, no. Delboy, we got confused. Andrew is in Scotland. Delboy, I forget where Delboy is from. He said UK, I think. Oh, the UK. Okay. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.